Good morning and welcome to Herb Oracle Podcast, botanical divination with herbs, essences, flowers, and trees with your host, Herbal Marie. Let's start the day off pulling some oracle cards and getting a few messages. We can shoot the shiitake in a spiritual way-ish. And if you follow me on Instagram, I'll post a pic of the cards at Herb Oracle. Thanks so much for joining me. Here we go. I'm sitting here thinking to myself, should I just take a week off? Like, should I even do this week? Um, even though I'm prepared to do this week, there's been so much, uh, not my not my drama, but other people's drama. So many phone calls this morning. I thought, should I just take a week off? <laughs> Good morning. Hi. Welcome back. And um, our herb of the week, Black Cohosh, says, don't run from the darkness. So I'm here. We're here. We're doing another week. It's 1029 uh, on the 10th. Okay, so how are you? Did you have an interesting weekend? Um, it was the 8-8 Lionsgate, and um, I really had a, a rough Saturday, and then yesterday was pretty blissful. Good. Flew by. Uh, today, I'm good. Is the rest of the world? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm feeling okay enough. Um, you know, I'm still definitely, like, integrating my own personal lessons in my life. And, uh, you know, but I'm starting to see a lot of light headed my way, a lot of light in my world, a lot of good things. It's like I'm in this place, and this is exactly what I feel Kohash is going to bring us this week. We're in this place where we say we're like in the middle of choosing timelines or choices in life or just the fact that we can see two different perspectives. We're in this place where the dark and the light are very, very obvious and visible and they're accessible. They're both accessible to us. And every day we have to choose what we line up with, what we're gonna give our energy to, what reality we wanna create, what timeline we wanna be on, what we wanna feed into, what we wanna master. You know, it's like, and I, that's how I feel today. Like I, I see, I see people's darkness, I see people's struggle, I see people's own personal chaotic lives and and their drama and um, I see their darkness and I want to help them but I know that like I can only I can only shine a light into their darkness. I can't become part of their darkness. I can't allow myself to be consumed by that. That's that is not my path. I mean, I can go in I can say let's go and I can get you out of your darkness but up to that uh, after that it's up to you you know like I mean oh, so anyways much love to all my friends and family who are struggling today and I'm here for you but the show must go on so welcome back to Ho we are this is like our 28th herb of the week <laughs> As I look in my notebook, and our herb of the week is black cohosh. And Wednesday, we're going to manifest more magnificence. If you if you like to have something to look forward to, we'll have that going on Wednesday. Now, 
we have five. One, two, three, four, five black cohosh cards. And in the center, I'm putting uh, the black cohosh card that has Goddess Kali on it. So when the darkness comes, we must take our sword with the rainbow light that she's got above her head and we must cut the cords. I mean, so, now granted, I will be the one to tell you to dive into your darkness head first, okay? Like your own darkness. Stare at it. Look at it. See it for the smoke and mirrors and illusions it is, right? Walk up to the lion and turn it into a pussycat. Be fearless. Practice fearlessness, right? Practice the law of non-resistance. Go with the flow. Um, so black cohosh is going to have a lot of deep, dark, but enlightening messages for us this week today. And then all this week, we'll, she'll be hanging out with us. So are you ready for this? I mean, I could have ran. There, I'm telling you, there was a point I'm sitting here before I want to start this podcast and I'm like, I could run away from this week. I could put, I could push pause. I could withhold. Um, I could uh, try to just let things smooth out in the world. But guess what? There's no smoothing out unless we unless we acknowledge things for what they are and then focus our energy on the light. So here's what I love about black cohosh. It's flowers. It's flowers are like this bright white unicorn horn. And um, so the flowers are, are represented in each of the five cards. The dark root is represented. There's a lot of different avenues we're going to take here with black cohosh today. What do you know about it? Have you have any personal experience with it. I've never had to take it or I never thought to take it for anything. However, it's one of those plants um, that comes around again and again and again from the regular, like a cycle, right? Like maybe like it orbits. Okay, black cohosh to me orbits in my experience. And every so often she passes through to say, are you ready yet? how about now? Are you ready now? She'll come around. I'm orbiting in my chair like <laughs> like a weirdo. I'm orbiting in my body right now symbolizing the black cohosh. Keep She keeps swinging by to see if you are ready. So I remember one podcast and I wish I'd remember the number so I could refer it to you accurately but um, I had a Cali moment that I did connect with her energy once very deliberately. So I'm going, we're going to do her first, uh, the black cohosh card. That's going to be a flower essence card. Um, we have a black cohosh. We have two tarot cards. We have the eight of swords and the five of fire. So we've got two, two tarot cards. Then we have the Herbal Healing deck. Uh, she has a message of darkness and she's so pretty. And then I think the one card that really is just so adorable and exquisitely done, they're all amazing cards, but this one from the Plant Spirit Oracle, um, Black Cohosh, it's like a green, it's like Green Man's son, like a little elfie green boy green boy um and he has a message but it could be a green girl too it's you don't really know it's purpose direction and vision 
So we have that card as well, and his hair is made of leaves, and we've got black cohosh blossoms crowning all through the head. So anyways, yeah, that's an amazing card. They're all in incredibly large. I don't know if that's the order that we'll do, but we'll start with Callie because I feel like right away in my own personal life, I want to wish everyone healing and blessings and wellness and protection and faith so that the divine plan can unfold. So sometimes it's like Black Cohosh is saying, like sometimes when we're in the middle of our darkness, it's like, what in the world is the point of this? What is going on? This is too intense. We'll see that with maybe some of the physical uses of black cohosh, some circumstances that it's like, wow, this feels like I'm in way too deep over my head, maybe with emotions, with a physical experience, life. And um, it's in those moments of darkness and confusion that it's like, that is the most critical moment for you to hold on to your light, to look upwards towards the light, to cut cords, to say, this is not serving me anymore. I let it go to, to like, as much as I love my family, they're having like major drama today. And it's like, I hope, I hope you guys figure this out, you know, um, let the divine plan unfold. Uh, I see how the universe constantly protects me from getting involved too much. It just won't allow me to. It's just not part of my path. My, my purpose for them is to stand over here and hold the light and be waiting for them, you know. So anyways, while they figure it out. So yeah, you can't kind of, if you've ever been in darkness or despair or depression or done your shadow clearing work or dive into these things that needed to be cleared and transmuted in your life, you know that you can't really rush it. I mean, the, the best thing you can do is, you know, just go with it and do your work. But even though you want it to be over, sometimes it's got to play out a little bit. So anyways, how are you? Hopefully you're standing with me holding the light with and not in the pit of darkness. But if you are in the pit of darkness, we're here to help you out. We're help help you get out of it after you do your work. You just can't climb out of the pit of darkness without doing what you needed to do down there. So do your work, do your healing, do your clearing, uh, do your transmuting, learn your lessons, acquire the wisdom, and all of that. All that in a bag of organic chips. So, <laughs> like I. I want to be light and happy with you today here on this Monday morning, but I also know that we're hanging out with Callie and we're hanging out with Black Cohosh and we're diving into darkness and we have the Eight of Swords. You know what I mean? <laughs> wow. So anyways, Black Cohosh. Um, yeah, when I pulled this card one time, okay, so I had a very clear experience with the goddess Callie and I, it was a very dark night of the soul for me when she came in and we finally really did some some good clearing work together and I was so blown away from that experience and it was so palatable and you know it was one of my real tangible spiritual experiences well the next day in this podcast didn't 
I was working with this this deck called The Power of Flowers by Isha Lerner. And doesn't this card like fly out at me? And when I saw it was her after the ver in the night before I was hanging out with her energy, I just I think that's one of the podcasts where I like bawled. <laughs> I I legit cried um because I was so blown away by spirit. So if you've ever had a moment where you just undeniably touched and impressed and blown away and validated by spirit. Um, it's those touchstone moments that um, we'll always remember, absolutely. So, kohosh is an Indian word for rough and black. And that's why it's called black kohosh. It's talking about the gnarled and naughty roots, uh, which extend deep into the ground. So yeah, it's got these these dark, gnarled and knotty roots. They go way deep in the ground. In contrast, it's white flowers pike upward toward the light. So it's a very spiritual plant when you look at it like the darkness, it goes deep. It goes deep into that darkness, but then it balances itself out with the upshoots toward the light. Just like we do here as humans, uh, we are supposed to dive into our darkness to understand it, but ever growing and reaching toward the light. So the, you, it's called black cohosh. It can also be called black root, rattle root, squaw root. It's a summer plant found in shady woods as well as on their periphery. So it's really quite impressive, beautiful um, plant. Now this card with Kali, the goddess of destruction, um, it, it's a flower essence. So we're talking about a flower essence. I'm assuming, yeah, duh, with the flowers. <laughs> but it's made with, um, yeah, the flowers. <laughs> this plant has powerful healing properties symbolized by its pure white flowers which embody the power of transformation as they blossom out of the dark and tangled roots under the crust of the earth black cohosh um, is considered i found a typo it says us considered isn't that funny i i on the regular find typos instead of is they wrote us i'll just change that now <laughs> if you need me to proofread your book, call me. I'll find all your mistakes. Black cohosh is considered a woman's plant for its estrogen-like qualities, which soothe menstrual cramps and assist in childbirth. So that childbirth moment, right? When you're like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I can do this. That's when black cohosh, that energy... All right, so black cohosh elixir fosters transformations and helps one find inner resources such as courage and strength for overcoming addictive patterns and emotional dependencies on emotional dependencies which can undermine self-confidence. True liberation may follow as the soul gives rise to the luminous purity of the essential divine self reborn. 
So when you look at Callie, she's like, like the cohosh is wrapping around her legs and she's like kind of an Indian dance move, like with her one foot pointed in, in front of the other leg. She's got four arms. Two of them are up and two of them are outstretched holding these beautiful black cohosh white blossoms. But anyways, in her one hand, she's making a fist, and in the other one, she's holding a huge sword that has a rainbow arc coming out from the top of it. So you definitely feel the power of Black Coash of Cali, for fostering transformations. Look at that sword. Feel that. I mean, it's like the Alibaba cut your head off sword. Um, we can cut cords. She can cut cords. When she visited me, she made me see things that were horrible. Like I was, like I'm getting choked up thinking about it. We looked at the darkness and then she showed me the light. It was very powerful. It was a great understanding. It really was. So anyways, Callie is amazing. She's the goddess of destruction. She's so beautiful on this card, so beautiful. She's also known as Shakti or Kali Ma. She is the embodiment of pure female energy. For she is the deepest void or womb. Where all is born must die and be born again. Most commonly depicted as a black warrior goddess with striking features Callie is a fierce protector of the universe. Her task is to strip away and devour all obstructions and hindrances. Hence, she is typically associated with the imagery of transmutation, including swords, snakes, and skulls. In contrast to this fearful imagery, Two of her arms reach out to bless and acknowledge her many fervent devotees, as well as to renew the seed of possible enlightenment for humanity. So here's the healing message to start us off with our herb of the week, Black Cohosh. Kali stands victorious amidst the rooted entanglements of despair. White flowers blossom around her, symbolizing the peace and tranquility that inevitably arise after her raging storm. A rainbow encircles Callie's sword while her arms offer a kind blessing. Remember, out of your deepest, darkest fears. A new cycle of evolution beckons. Your path to enlightenment is secure. Mother Callie protects you along the way. So that's why as I sat here and I was like, oh, should I just fucking take a week off? Like, you know, it's already, I'm already late today. Like, should I just skip a week? And Callie's like, no, no, no fucking way, right? She's like, no, you little bitch, keep going. <laughs> 
Your path to enlightenment is secure. I am protected. Mother Callie protects me along the way. I don't need to take a week off ever again. I really don't. Um, the energy will be there for me. The guidance will be there for me. The clearer and the clearers will be there for me. The blessings will be there for me. And even if it is a raging storm, I really can just have perfect faith that peace and tranquility will inevitably rise after the stormy skies. You know what I'm saying? So anyways, here's uh, the blessing from Black Cohosh and Callie. I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad I didn't let other people's um, problems hold me back. And then my own, you know, not that I have any real problems today, just teeny little ones. <laughs> but it's like, come on now, there are actually things to get excited about. There is actually a light to look forward to. Um, this is just part of the journey. We don't quit. We don't quit. We stay. We stay and we ride it out. So here's the blessing. Black cohosh with gnarly roots, offering flowers of tender white shoots. Callie Ma reveals her sword, breaking the ties, cutting the cords. All my demons are eternally free. Black cohosh, you transform me. So you might need to take a break. <laughs> this might this might be a little intense pod. If this is your first podcast with me, if you just stumbled in here, oh goddess bless your soul <laughs> for this being your first one. Um, but you know what? That just might be where you need to start. You know, maybe you can just dive right into Black Cohosh and you're just at the perfect place for you. But but yeah, I can see how some people may have just turned right on around today <laughs> so black cohosh i think what we're gonna do is just go we're we'll just go around counter clock clockwise so we'll do the eight of swords then the five of fire then the plant spirit oracle with our little green person and then we'll end with the herbal healing card of darkness all right <laughs> i got the book here Eight of Swords, um, in the book, The Spirit of Herbs by Michael Tierra. This is the deck that I use over at Herbal Marie. The Eight of Swords. Now, the Swords is the last suit that we'll be doing over there. I need to get cruising. I need to get cruising over there. I feel it. I. But I'll tell you what. This weekend, Saturday, I had to unplug. I checked out... Um, it was 8-8 Lions Gate. I had so much pain in my spine and my ribs. I felt like someone punched me. Like my, I was getting upgraded. My chakra system is upgraded. I feel amazing today. My body looks amazing today. Like I look like I've been working out. <laughs> like what? <laughs> So anyways, I'm really, I'm really, really, really enjoying connecting um, with more higher energies and seeing how much my body can handle and process and take in. It's been, a, it's been, it is becoming a very interesting ride. 
It was a very interesting weekend. Um, oh my gosh, like Friday, I just swung by for a hello to the old lover because I had a headache. It started Friday night and I had a, a headache and I thought, God, this headache, I need a beer for this headache, and which made me think of him because he drinks beer every day, all day. And I thought, then I thought of my best friend, Asiel, who lovingly said to me, you should just go have a beer with him sometime and just forgive him. <laughs> forgive him for not being able to live up to the lover of your dreams fantasy. And, um, you know, and uh, just hang out with him. So that's what I did. And um, it was a very, very eye-opening, but magical and synchronistic night. And Cassiopeian energies were with me that night. And we saw a shooting star and it was like very love, you know, like we just hung out around the fire, was loving and, you know, nice friends to each other. And um, yeah, but you know what? Like, it's like, that's it. That's all it is, which is too stinking bad because we're so physically compatible. But I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, I just really have to understand and Callie Ma is helping me do this, that I really cannot settle, you know, there really is something better lined up for me she's like you're you're a goddess like me you should have someone who just completely is a just absolutely an adoration of you and um yeah definitely considers me as something more valuable than a can of beer <laughs> so that was friday saturday i went through all these upgrades i rested and read and soaked my feet on the porch and um, just I I must have just conked out early because Sunday I woke up feeling so much better. I went to sleep on a heating pad Saturday night. I was just like, ouch, you know. Sunday I wake up. I'm totally fine. Um, I go outside. I see everything. My books, my cushion, my foot bath. I leave. I just left it all on the porch. I never cleaned up after myself. I never would leave books out on the porch overnight but I did I went to my car I left the windows down like it was just kind of funny like how I when I check out I check out I was like my god hope I didn't leave the oven on it was fine it was, it was a very interesting transformative weekend so to to have black cohosh with me now this week it makes perfect sense because in my own personal life we are going to clean this up. We're going to clean it all up. We're going to cut all the cords. You know what I mean? It's like, I really felt like, I almost feel like black coash would have been suitable for last week too, but we were, we really needed to go with the flow last week, you know, and now Callie's here to be like, oh, we work in it. We gon' we gonna clean up. We, you know, we are not going to stay in this place where I'm looking at the eight of swords and if you're not familiar with the imagery with this there is a person man um, tied up blindfolded under the black cohosh plant there's four swords on either side of the person creating sword walls all right and the feet look to be tied together too so this is where we don't want to be, but if we do find ourselves, the Eight of Swords is going to shed some light here with Black Cohosh. Um, this is Jupiter in Gemini. Black Cohosh 
A bound and blindfolded man sits among swords. He is frustrated, isolated, cramped, and locked in. Situations in his life may be creating interference and blockages and may need to be looked at. <clears throat> but <clears throat> it is time not only to look at the external situation, but to see how he has created the mental concepts that bind him. Are there too many ideas and thoughts coming in with no clear focus as to how to use them? Is this a time for not acting at all, but instead waiting with patience and calmness until the situation changes and new circumstances arise? So since doors are not opening, maybe it is a time to rethink the direction that has been taken. It's important in situations like this to be totally in the moment and involved with present concerns. Calmness and inner quietude are in the forefront. So, Eight of Swords. The key words for this card in tarot are need to be calm and quiet, Look, re-looking, re-looking at an issue, feeling trapped and bound, releasing spasms and anxieties, releasing self-imposed limitations releasing self-imposed limitations so yeah this dude's in a pickle he's blindfolded tied up and surrounded by swords cramped you know he feels like he can't move and uh yeah i wouldn't wiggle too much here so you don't you know slice your foot off <laughs> so sometimes the best thing to do is just calm down and be quiet re-look at an issue so um, you know, when I revisited my old friend slash lover slash I wish he would he would snap out of snap out of the, his lifestyle, but I don't think there is any snapping for him. You know, like of course I like look at him and like I'm like oh gosh like just what a what a waste you know what I mean like just poisoning yourself and I don't know it's just like such a bummer you know but like what. But what I really needed to do is relook at the issue, relook at how I am, what I am imposing on it, or like how I am seeing it, or what I need to learn from it, or like what's really going on here inside of me, you know. So, anyways, it's always good to relook at an issue from a calm and quiet place. Truly, it is. Um, the affirmation with this card is, by releasing myself of the thoughts that bind me, I am open to the new concepts coming my way. So that's why we regularly get the message to release limiting belief systems, to break down these belief systems and release them that bind us, that hold us back that just limit us, right? So like any hateful thought, um, any any closed-minded thought, you know, it's like that's that's blocking the new concepts from coming your way. So we need to try to release ourselves from the cages that we create all on our own. Okay, so the herbal allies are blue cohosh and black haw. 
but the black cohosh um, medicinally it's a useful antispasmodic for all nervous conditions cramps and pains Native Americans use black cohosh to relieve the pains associated with childbirth and with the menstrual cycle black cohosh has also been used for eruptive diseases such as measles and for rheumatism so spiritually it will help to relieve the cramped feeling one may have when in the midst of an eight of swords situation so if you're feeling like suddenly emotionally claustrophobic or physically because of the shit going on around you there is a need to relax to be calm and stay present without fighting the circumstances a calmer state of mind will enhance the faculties and make a resolution easier to perceive so when I got a phone call this morning talking about all this drama 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 I had, to, I had a choice there I could get I could get upset and enraged for what I heard was going on for somebody or I could stay calm and present and focused and you know not fight the circumstances that's practicing the law of resistance right it's like I accept this now moment for what it is you know I have perfect faith that the divine plan will unfold for everyone and I stay calm I stay anchored um anyways then in the book it goes on to how you could take it you could take three or four drops of the herbal essence orally um, you use the affirmation to induce calmness and reduce frustration um, you can also take capsules of the herb or just like five to ten drops of the tincture now disclaim 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 out the wazoo too large of a dose will cause nausea and dizziness black cohosh is contradicted during pregnancy so yeah it helps with labor but you don't dare take it any earlier so anyways let's say the affirmation again by releasing myself of the thoughts that bind me I am open to the new concepts coming my way by releasing myself of the thoughts that bind me, that hold me down, that keep me closed up. I release them, I release them, I release them. And I am open to the new concepts coming my way. Yeah, so this Eight of Swords card, it just makes me go, oh well. Yep, here I am, hands behind my back, tied together blindfolded I can't move I can't do nothing surrounded by sharp swords oh well <laughs> oh well <laughs> all right uh, loving this message though because it's like such good insight uh, for end times but we're just like we do we feel like our hands are tied and we have to surrender but as we surrender we release all the all the walls that we have inside our mind that are more confining than this wall of swords and you know we really we block our own 
our own um, guidance, vision, enlightenment. We block it all the dang time by struggling, by resisting, by, you know, flopping around like crazy trying to get out of our pickles when really if we would just chill out, calm down, surrender to the moment, and then allow the clear guidance to come in. So if you're feeling like a flopping fish, I mean, maybe just surrender to it for a little bit and see how that feels. All right, let's go up here to the five of fire. What's really cool, I knew when I knew what we were doing black cohosh, I picked out the cards last night. And when I grabbed this deck, I knew exactly what card I was looking for. Like I literally just uh, smeared the cards around until I found the color of the barn wood. I, it looks like we're up against a barn. I knew that I was looking for this bright red maroon. Bright but dark blood red maroon. I knew I was looking for that color and there was going to be a white star. Like, you know, the kind of stars people put on the sides of their houses and building when those, they're made out of metal, big star. So I knew I was looking for the star and the red building. And yeah, in front of it is all this beautiful black cohosh with these white flowers. So the contrast on the the menstrual blood barn is like amazing this card is amazing this is from the herb crafters tarot the five of fire and black cohosh comes in with this card to tell us and black cohosh kali ma would agree anger is sacred Burn through the slumber of helplessness and complacency. Resist. Women's rage is a force that will change the world. Women's rage is a force that will change the world. So as Eight of Swords was telling you to kind of just chill out, the Five of Fire is saying, resist. Burn through the slumber of helplessness and complacency which I would have to just say as my black tea is suddenly making me so nauseous. Why does it do that to me every once in a while? Too many tannins. Wow. Black tea, sorry to be TMI, but black tea is one of the teas that I might have to actually go throw up. Isn't that interesting? See, sometimes I love it with like cream and honey and food in my belly, but as I must have drank it on too much of an empty stomach, I could literally act right this sec. <laughs> but anyways, as I was saying before, as I swallow, 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 <laughs> when you're trying not to puke, swallow, 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 swallow. Um, being helpless and complacent is different than being calm and surrendered in the moment to gain clarity. Like there is an absolute difference to me. So I don't feel like this card is contradicting, but I do feel like there are different approaches for different circumstances. And yeah, feeling helplessness is different than feeling calmness. Like you can be still and be feeling helpless, or you can be still and being calm and having perfect faith in surrender to that moment. There's a total difference 
of approach that would need to be evaluated, you know, moment by moment by moment. But yeah, anger is sacred and women's rage is a force that will change the world. If, I'm just going to throw this in here, if women learn how to channel it, you can't just go around screaming your heads off and think you're gonna get something done. You have to learn how to focus and channel your energy. So yeah, you have to learn where to put that rage, where to put that fire, where to focus that, you need to focus that force. So, a lush stand of black cohosh grows against a bright red wall. White flowers burst from a deep crown, looking like sparklers. The seeds shake like a rattlesnake before it strikes. Flies, bees, and other insects are drawn to the plant's strong scent. The earth below is teeming with life. The healthy, shallow roots jut out below the surface of the soil. So here's what the five of fire wants to tell you. Honor the fire that rises up within. Neither deny your anger nor let it rule you. Discern whether your rage is righteous or if it is rooted in fear and insecurity. So discernment. Is your rage righteous or is it rooted in fear and insecurity? Though the survival of black cohosh is threatened by loss of habitat, it remains an important medicinal. The tincture supports the female reproductive system, alleviating pain and releasing stuck fluids in the body. Black Cohosh teaches us to harness the power of our own creative source. As the tall flower bends easily in the wind, cultivate a strong, flexible backbone. The folk name snake root signifies transformation. Rattle like a snake and shed your skin. So how can you connect more with black cohosh and the five of fire, this energy that, you know, your anger is sacred. I have this one deck called uh, Soulful Woman, Women, and um, there's, a, there's a card in there, and it's anger is my sacred ally. And um, the whole point of it is like, you know, to use your anger as, you know, to let you know, to talk to you, like, let you, clue you in, you know, to use the the force of it I should just I should just grab the book and read it because it seems like it would be so appropriate with this card um, it is anger anger let me see if I can find it. it's number 10 anger as my sacred ally and um, it says I listen to the messages within my anger and use it as a positive force for good I respect my anger as an expression of my passion for life, as a setter of boundaries, and as a protective force within me. When I use my anger wisely, 
It is a great ally to me, a sacred gift of power. I harness the gift of my anger to liberate myself, awaken myself from self-deception, and show me where I have lacked courage. I listen to my anger and learn to transform it into a positive force for good. I use my anger as a healing flame to burn off that which no longer serves me. Never as a destructive fire to harm myself or others. So that's from the Soulful Woman. I just opened up the guidebook and found it quick for us. But that is so five of fire, black cohosh. And that card, if I could find it in the deck, it would match it perfectly too like beside each other um just like that red fire but we're not using fire to light people on fire we're not using our anger to hurt ourselves or others we're using it to free ourselves and to liberate ourselves because there are some cords that we have that we need to burn them the best way to sever them is to solder and you know, it, our, our anger clues us in where we need more courage, maybe where we've lacked courage, what we're really passionate about. We liberate ourselves from our own self-destructive behaviors, our own self-limiting. The Eight of Swords, that person put himself there himself. You're like, who tied up that person and blindfolded that person and surrounded that person with swords? He did. He did it to himself. We... We limit ourselves. We create situations for ourselves. And once we realize that, we can, we can burn away that which no longer serves us. And we can free ourselves and liberate ourselves with our anger, anger as our sacred ally helping us. If we learn to use our anger, it will help us. But it's not like we're gonna be going burning down buildings or hurting people. Um, it's just going to help us burn through the slumber of helplessness and complacency. So um, the five of fire suggests that you craft with it. Use a black cohosh tincture to harness the power of your changing energy shifts. Just a little bit. Tap into the energy of it. Channel your anger into activism. Support United Plant Savers efforts to preserve this plant help Kohosh, literally help her, uh, maybe craft a rattle of power with black Kohosh seeds. So try to maybe grow it in your garden, uh, get to know it, help it out, and let it help you. Let it help you um, with your own personal transformations. And a strong, flexible backbone, that sounds good to me. I am hoping to become more flexible absolutely okay so as we go around we've done the black cohosh kali ma we've done the eight of swords that was we just did the five of fire now we're gonna do black cohosh from the plant spirit oracle by dana o'driscoll this card is all about purpose direction and vision and yeah like i wouldn't say that the face on this card maybe has all of those right now but the face of this green boy makes me think more of like he's in that eight of swords. He's decided to be in that quiet, still place of, of opening the channels, of hearing the guidance, 
of having the vision and direction and then discovering the purpose. So it's a very, very, very calm, beautiful card. Calm and beautiful card. Now black cohosh. Um, it is an endangered medicinal forest plant that is often found on the forest floor growing beautiful tall white spikes with rings of tiny flowers. Black cohosh is a native and increasingly rare plant in the eastern United States, so that's why we should grow it next year. I'm not sure, it's probably a little too late to plant seeds now, but maybe not, maybe we could get some seeds, scatter them where we'd like them to be next year and let nature do its thing. Like many other root-based healing herbs, she is quietly being stripped from the forests and public lands due to the current demand for wild herbs. Because it is the root that is harvested in order to obtain her medicine, the entire plant must be taken, which is typically done in the third to fifth year of the plant's life. Even so, she has been a powerful medicinal plant for millennia, always ready to assist humanity with their work. So as we know, as wild wise witches, we don't even necessarily need the plant to tap into the spirit. So if you wanna connect with black cohosh and it's like you're not comfortable har harvesting it or digging it up because you know it's endangered, good. You don't, unless you really need it, just connect with the spirit. You know what I mean? So every plant, you can just tap into the energy of the plant. Um, especially like since most of us are, we don't, we're not in childbirth. I'm not, I'm having my period, but it's like no big deal, <laughs> right? We don't need an antispasmodic, we're fine, right? But we wanna connect into the wisdom of black cohosh so let's just connect into the energy of her. Let's call on her. Black Cohosh, I call on you now. Please be with us here. Please be with us all week. Allow your energy to come in to activate our purpose and direct direction and open us up to visions that we may have been closed off before because we have built walls around us, walls of swords that we are now ready to burn away with your help. So um, she's incredible, she's beautiful, um, and she can grow up to like six feet tall. So I think we should have her in the garden, just as a reverent, as a thing of, of, of as a thing of thing to do for reverence. <laughs> Good sentence. <laughs> like just to have her, she grows in moist soils and is not very drought tolerant so maybe like the shady wet side of the house or the, you know, back in the dark garden, almost around the forest. If you're surrounded by a forest, maybe introduce her there. All right, but let's talk about the divination of this card because it does have three key words that's just fabulous. Purpose, direction, vision. Oh my gosh. Purpose, I love purpose. I love knowing which way I'm going. Direction, vision, having clear vision. Oh, beautiful gift. So black cohosh with purpose helps us find our true purpose and walk that purpose with confidence. Perhaps if you draw this card, you are seeking what you must do. 
your reason for living, the purpose that you must fulfill. Black Kohosh suggests, suggests that the answers will be coming to you in due course. Just be patient and keep moving forward. And just right now, I just suddenly feel so much better because my goldfish crackers that I ate on break <laughs> to balance out my black tea, I feel like everybody's made nice in my stomach now. Okay, back on track. Keep moving forward. And that's what Callie Ma was like. You're not taking a week off. We're moving forward. We're, we're moving forward now. Okay, we're going to keep moving forward. Uh, so direction. Black Kohosh in a reading suggests that finding direction may be at the heart of an issue. When we feel directionless, it makes us feel that we are on hold, just waiting for something or someone or feeling stagnant. And that's another reason why like, I hate to take a week off now at this point because, I mean, I don't need to be put on hold at this point. I don't. I'm keeping up with myself. <laughs> I'm keeping up with the energies. We want to, we, directionless is a terrible feeling unless you're okay and unless it's, you're in a great place. But most of us like to know that we're headed in the right direction, that, that we don't fall into that stagnant place. Like if you're directionless because you're floating on a floaty in a swimming pool, that's one thing. <laughs> but feeling stagnant, ugh. So anyways, that can be a very frustrating place to be, feeling stagnant, waiting, being on hold, being directionless, very frustrating. So Black Kohosh suggests that the time for finding direction is now. Look to nature, look to your spirit, look inward and find your true path. Direction can't be provided from outside. It must be provided from within. And, you know, just to tie in all of the things that I do, um, I'm narrating, I'm reading the channelings from Daniel Scranton from the uh, 9D Arcturian Council on my YouTube channel. And that's what they were saying just a few days ago last week. Everything that we do now, we should ask our hearts we should go inside before we make any decision. Think about, like, we're constantly checking in with ourselves, with our heart center, constantly providing our own direction with everything. Not just matters of the heart, but literally everything. Everything we check within first. Now, the last, um, the third keyword on the Black Cohosh plant spirit oracle card is vision. So similarly, Black Kohosh helps us with vision, with her beautiful flowers pointing the way forward. We recognize the importance of having a clear vision and working to make that vision a reality. This card may suggest the need for you to take time to create your own vision through writing, collaborating, vision boarding, and more. With that vision, then, you will have direction and purpose for the road ahead. So create your own vision. Make a vision board. Um, writing. Write down, your, write down what you want. Write down your goals. What, write down what you think would be fun. What, write down what you want to focus on. Um, and then you create your own vision. You create your own intentions. You imprint on your own subconscious mind. You are in the driver's seat. 
So I love it. I really, I love it. Now she goes on in her book to talk about um, some herbalism, feminine related issues with black cohosh. In large doses, it can produce a strong hangover-like effect. In small doses, it can have an estrogen-like component. So it would be useful in reducing the symptoms of menopause, such as night sweats and hot flashes. Um, additionally, she is used to bring on menstruation in women for women who have irregular periods. Traditionally, black cohosh was also used for snake bites, fevers, and arthritis. So she's got a whole slew of medicinal um, attributes that we can value her for, absolutely. And um, in this book that you get whenever, well, I think I had, you have to order the deck and the book separately, but you can find Dana O'Driscoll. Um, she's got, I ordered this off of uh, Etsy. What's her website? Her Instagram is Druid's Garden Art, uh, so that's probably the best way to find her, or at druidgarden.wordpress.com. druidgarden.wordpress.com. She's awesome. She's a Pennsylvania lady. Um, her blog is on druidgarden.wordpress.com. It's freaking awesome. She made the tarot of trees. I have that app on my phone. Um, it's, and when I saw her, I followed her while she was creating and still drawing this deck and I knew I was to have it. Oh yes. So I ordered the book too, cause I'm all about the books. Oh yes. Don't just get the deck, get the book too. Anyways, black cohosh flower essence. Now I love this idea one because you know, it is a rare medicinal plant. So rather than purchasing roots and working with her physically, like, like I said, if you don't really need her, you're not having serious menopausal things, you're not struggling in labor, right? You didn't get bit by a snake, whatever. Like, let's make a flower essence with her white flowers, you know? Um, that would be a way to utilize her physically, but not, not take her life essence, right? Let her, let her grow, let her stay growing. Um, you can make a flower essence um, and you can draw upon her visioning energy. So she does have a whole chapter in this book, chapter five, offer de offers details for how to make a flower essence. Um, so this book is really, really amazing. <laughs> like she's, she's, this lady is so smart and wise and you'll notice that on her blog if you visit her. Um, and subscribe to her blog. That's how I get I get the emails. And you can do that to the herboracle.blogspot um, blog too. There's a subscribe button top left and then it'll send you the emails. But yeah, anyway, somewhere in this book too, she'll talk you through how to make your flower essences um, and all of that. Do you, I know you're kind of like wondering, well, how do I do that, Sadie? Please open chapter five for fuck's sake and tell me real quick. <laughs> All right, I'm looking, I'm looking. It's just chapter five's eluding me. It really is. Um, chapter five, here it is, working with plant medicine. Um, it's, she's very, she does everything very sacred and, and, and beautifully. She will help 
help you uh, do things with reverence. There's a plant tincture, glycerin, vinegar, alcohol, and oils. I don't know. Can I find it for you? Healing salve, plant essences. Okay. Well, it's kind of long. Oh, you guys, it's kind of long. Um, but she, yeah, it's like three pages long. So you have to buy the book. You have to. But she basically harvests the flowers. Okay. She harvests the flowers, essentially, is what how you make a flower essence. Because this is energetic med medicine. Okay. So it's a little bit different. Like, if you're used to making tinctures, you're like, wait, how does this work? But well, we're talking about energy here. Um, so you need like a clear bowl, fresh water, preferably rain or spring water. You know, you'll need a strainer and maybe a small knife and you'll need some sunlight or moonlight and then an amber dropper bottle for storage. You'll need a little bit of vodka or brandy, 80 proof, just, per, just for the preservation of the water. Probably go with brandy because it tastes better for flower essences. Um, you need to be in the right state of mind you want to establish a sacred grove. Um, you want to pull some cards, make an offering to the plant, sit with the plant, make sure it is willing to help you to create the essence, listen for any messages that the plant wants to share. So you can either make your flower essences in the moonlight or the sunlight. The choice depends on what, on what part on the work you want to work with. So the sun energy is protective, outward facing, energizing, and potent. So you'll want to use the you want to make your flower essence in the sun if you seek to strengthen, build, move forward, start something new. Now the moon energy, the energy of the moon is receptive. It's inward facing, it's calming, it's subtle. You want to use the moonlight to make your essence for healing work where you seek to remove old wounds, where you are connecting with the darker or broken pieces of yourself. Um, where you seek to bring things in. So bl black cohosh and Kali's like moonlight. <laughs> but you could use a combination of sun and moonlight if you leave your flower or plant essence out during the day and then through the night for a full 24 hour cycle to create balance. So that also sounds pretty cool too. So you just need a very small amount of the plant matter or the flowers, okay? Um, but apparently you can use leaves or seeds or flowers, okay? The top aerial parts, they've got the, the seeds and the flowers both contain the potent energy of the plants. So you, um, you harvest wild, natural, organic plants. And then there are different, there are two different approaches approaches that she goes through but basically you float the plant material in the bowl in the moonlight or sunlight for a few hours or up to 24 if you want that balanced balanced um, essence then you remove the plant matter and you complete the essence um, she goes through many many details but anyways uh, she she goes in through some more technical details, but then you basically fill your amber jar up halfway with the plant water. And then you fill the rest up with the brandy. 
and that creates a mother plant essence, which can be preserved indefinitely. So you actually only put seven drops of your mother essence in the second jar and you fill it with pure water and that is your finished flower essence. So it's so diluted, you're like, what the actual fuck? How does that even work? But once you start to learn about energy and making flower essences and tapping into the spirit with your intentions and your consciousness, you connect your consciousness to the plant's consciousness, you're like, oh, I'm getting it. I get how we can heal ourselves energetically. It's a whole, and then it opens up a whole different realm for your herbalism. It really does. And then it makes it very, very hard for you to make herb nerd podcasts at Herbal Marie. Yes, it does. So anyways, um, look into flower essences, making them yourself. Think about connecting with black cohosh that way. Um, And connecting with a lot of plants spiritually and energetically. Uh, It's just absolutely beautiful. Okay, we have one, one card left. It's the darkness card from the herbal healing deck. She'll review everything we probably just said and then add more to it. Our herb of the week is black cohosh. I don't even know what affirmations we're gonna do, but they're gonna be, they're gonna be, they're gonna be something. Whew. Dang, this is an incredible plant, which tells me we're gonna have an incredible week. We're gonna have a big week, and it makes sense that we're gonna ma- manifest more magnificence Wednesday because. We're just straight up ready for it. Okay, it's 11.43. We better hurry along. (laughs) My daughter's like, are you almost done? I was like, do you need a drink? And she's like, no, I want to run around. And the neighbors, I hear them starting their... um, It's 11.44, master numbers. I hear them starting their pool festivities, which they will now scream their heads off for the next eight hours. So <laughs> that is also making recording difficult. Like, cause like my afternoons, there's so much noise coming in from the windows. Um, so I, once again, just reminding myself that I need to get up earlier. Also, another motivation for getting up earlier is um, some people found out pretty quickly that I'm reading Daniel Scranton's channelings on my YouTube channel and the one lady's like I'm so excited you're doing this because I love to be read to so now like just for her I'm like I have to get up earlier so I can get this recorded so she can hear it (laughs) it's so wonderful like I just get like one little nugget of encouragement somewhere and it keeps me going for like weeks and weeks I'm like thank you for that okay I'm going I'm doing this Um, So anyways, darkness is where we're going to end, though, as we complete this really beautiful kind of circular um, layout, kind of circular. We went around it in counterclockwise, which I think was symbolic. Um, You know, sometimes when we go into our darkness, we think, oh, this is counterproductive, right? I'm supposed to be like a being of light. Why am I diving into darkness? But actually... That's where we sometimes must go. Um, And you've probably already figured that shit out for yourself by now. Like if you don't clean up your wounds, if you don't deal with your dark side, if you don't heal yourself, if you don't clear, if you don't cut cords, you can keep moving forward, but this stuff will keep trailing you until you deal with it. 
So sometimes it's like, hey, deliberately with intent and tonight I'm just diving into my darkness because I can't have this stuff. I got to I got to tie up some loose ends within myself. I I can't have this stuff trailing me no more. So it's like it might seem counterproductive to deliberately dive into your darkness, but that's actually what's going to make you ultra productive and a match to the light when we understand our darkness and we heal that which needs healed and we integrate that which needs to be integrated. Oh, so I get, I get angel chills all over me. Uh, we start off with a quote from Rumi. The wound is where, the wound is the place where the light enters you. Think about that. Let, let the chills go over your legs and arms. Let our brother Rumi love you up unconditionally. The wound is the place where the light enters you. As my neighbor fires up his lawnmower. <laughs> you guys, a broken heart is an open heart. A wound is a place where light enters you. So yeah, black cohosh is a very stately plant with knee-high foliage and long, thin stem holding the unicorn horn-like uh, flowers at eye level. Uh, it's native to the forests of the eastern United States. That's where I'm at. And do you see it hardly anywhere anymore? No. So we need to bring her back. Um, the heavy scent of the flowers envelopes you. Envelops you. Fuck that word, I hate that word. Envelops you. Blocking out distractions from the outside world. To hell with that word, but I love that feeling of being enveloped. I just always want to say enveloped. <laughs> right? Feeling like you're surrounded and loved and all the distractions from the outside world are blocked out. On that note... I'm gonna at least close this window in front of us, right? Allowing, like you've wandered, your, allowing yourself to feel like you've wandered into a timeless place where mysterious creatures may peek out from behind the seams of reality at any moment. And that is what the person on the uh, plant spirit oracle, that is exactly the type of person, a little fairy elf, magical being, um, that is who lives with the black cohosh, 100%. That's the feeling that black cohosh gives you with the heavy scent of the flowers that envelops you. The root of this plant is used for treating muscle spasms and cramps, as well as rheumatic and fibromyalgic pain. It's black cohosh, so good for feminine reproductive conditions like PMS, childbirth, and postpartum recovery. This plant also eases depression of a deep, dark, and brooding nature. Energetically, black cohosh heals damage done to the feminine side of our being. So I really feel like we should all tap into her energy right now because who doesn't? have some damage done to the feminine sides of our beings. Oh my goodness gracious. 
So let's let Black Cohosh and Callie Ma with her arms outstretched, let's just receive the embrace. Let's just receive the embrace right now. Even the name of this plant brings to mind the darkness and depth. Regardless of your gender, black cohosh represents the yin or feminine side of your being. Whatever the subject of your inquiry, some form of dark fog is shrouding this aspect of your life. Very likely you can feel this tangibly as it is possible that you are experiencing a sense of suffocation or a dark night of the soul. So anytime we're like in that kind of grief or pain or that suffocating feeling like we can't breathe, we're in the presence of our, of our feminine side that has been damaged, right? Uh, whether you look at it like Eckhart says like our pain body is inflamed, like we've our pain body is come online and we're really so encompassed by it. Um, when you can't separate yourself from it and, and observe and realize that's just an aspect of you, when you're in it and you don't really know it, it is a suffocating feeling when you can't breathe. When a, like, you know, when a, like I, when a lover leaves and you feel like you can't breathe without them right? That sense of suffocation, that is definitely damage done to the feminine side of your being that may go back a long, 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 long time ago, you know, and it's being reactivated, maybe rewounded, but it's like, that's what black cohosh helps us heal. So she takes us into our dark night of the soul where we can barely breathe. We can barely breathe but she won't let us suffocate completely. You call on Callie Ma, the mother Callie goddess, she'll take you down dark, but she'll bring you back. You, you always come back. So it's like, in some ways, it's like whenever you're experiencing that sense of suffocation and that anxiety, it's like, just be there for a little bit even though it's like, oh my God, this might kill me and set me into a panic attack. Go ahead, let yourself sit in it for a little bit and show yourself it ain't gonna kill you. It ain't gonna kill you. It won't, but just quit, quit kicking and, and screaming. Just sit there in it for a minute. So know that this is a necessary part of your initiation at this time. Whether in the recent or distant past, your feminine side has been wounded, and now is the time for healing. Yin energy is receptive inward and lunar, yet it is also highly creative. Through our feminine side, we give birth to new projects, ideas, or circumstances. While giving birth is an inherently difficult and painful process, their reward is new life. Just as black cohosh facilitates labor and birth, it signifies that your current pain is moving you toward a new way of living. Take comfort, for this plant brings the healing energy of unicorns, pure and gentle yet penetrating. At this time, it is important for you to look at how you've been wounded. 
If this is not immediately clear, search amongst your relationships, past and present. Examine the relationships with females in your life, especially your mother and other family members. You might also study the placement of the moon in your astrological chart for further illumination. The flower essence of black cohosh is used for those caught in abusive relationships with the propensity toward emotional addiction or attachment. If abuse is currently an issue or if you need help releasing past abuse, seek the aid of a shaman or counselor. So yeah, get your ass the fuck out of that negative situation. That's my advice for you. Um, do not stay in any abusive situation. But, you know, you physically need to leave. But then once you're alone and in a safe place, you need to figure out what your glitch is. Why do you keep on attracting this? Why do you keep on getting hooked up with these idiots? You know, because it's like we have to understand. And this is what I had to do, too. I had to get it, get it understood that codependency is an actual thing and I got I got it I got some of it I got a lot of it you know it's like I just attach and it was like well okay fine okay I get it why am I doing that so I had to go way back to the very start of my life to truly understand how I cultivated that and so I'm just moving forward from there but um, black cohosh will help us She'll help us with that flower essence or just calling her into your energy field right now um, to help us understand our emotional addictions, our emotional attachments, our, our part that we've played in, you know, these abusive relationships. We need to release it now. We want to get that out of our energy field. We don't want to attract this again and again and again so yeah maybe understand the placement of your moon and your astrological chart examine your relationships and just really understand how you've been wounded so that you can so that you can heal it so you can move forward with a greater wisdom of knowing yourself whoo Callie's like and I'll be there with you just I'll be there. So herbalist Matthew Wood, he talks about black cohosh as a whiplash remedy uh, because the plant has been used to help with that condition. American Indians considered it snake medicine, used co black cohosh to treat snake bites. Anyways, in both cases, the damage or poison is taken into the system from an outside blow. So whether you've been bit or whiplash, it's an outside blow. So this is symbolic of the kind of damage you are healing from. Severe and perhaps violent in origin, the pain of which can linger for a long time if not healed properly. So if you've had a physical or an emotional blow, you've been struck, you have whiplash, you got bit, you were abused, um, this is the type of healing. It does take a long time to heal, but you've got to heal it properly or it's always going to be there. So this is the week with black cohosh. 
and the Eight of Swords and the Five of Fire and Goddess Kalima to dive into your darkness, to find the direction, to do your healing, you know, and what's going to come of it? New life, purpose, vision, um, you, the new you. The snake and the spine are both symbolic of kundalini energy. They're potent force within us all. We've all got it. That empowers our creativity. The snake also represents our reptilian nature, the instinctual part of ourselves that operates through fear and anger. Do not shy away from these emotions now, for allowing yourself to feel them will foster their release from your system. And so that's what Callie did with me that night. She showed me horribleness and I screamed. I don't know if I screamed out loud or just in my head and with her wherever we were at. And it was awful. And she said, look at it, right? It was like, look at this, look at this, see it, feel the, feel the anger. Feel it, feel all the emotions, feel it. And that's, that's what you do in that place of feeling smothered in your dark night of the soul. You feel it. You feel it all so that you can release it all. Do not shy away from these emotions now for allowing yourself to feel them will foster their release from your system. You are experiencing a deep healing that will affect your creative capacity to a large degree. As your instinctual nature is repaired, your intuition will become keener, allowing you to avoid future blows. In time and with proper care, the venom will leave your system and your creative life will catch fire. And above all, from this beautiful book, The Herbal Healing Deck, um, above all, Black Cohosh coaches you to hang in there. Whew, hang in there. She's so calm and beautiful. Drawing this card is a signal that the universe loves you. Just say it. The universe loves me. The universe loves me. The universe loves me. There is also a timeless spiritual aspect of you, your higher self, that loves you unconditionally. Please take a moment to feel this in your heart. So please take a moment to breathe in right now and feel your higher self loving you unconditionally. Loving you, loving you, loving you, loving you, loving you. As you smile at the, at the feel and sight and smell and tingle of this love, loving you, loving you. Your higher self adores you, loves you unconditionally. You can do no wrong because the love is unconditional. There's no judgment. It's just love for you, love for you. And that's what the universe has for you. So please feel this in your heart. These forces understand your pain completely. And from their vantage point, they see how it will benefit you in the long run. Ask your higher self to send you the energy needed to complete this healing process and move into health, creativity, 
purity and light. This Affirmation Minute is brought to you by our powerful herb of the week, Black Cohosh, and I lovingly dedicate them all to you. I dive into my darkness and move my energy into light. I heal my feminine energy aspects. I am strong and flexible and I harness my inner power. I cut cords and transform my purpose to serve me. I am eternally open and free. I dive into my darkness and move my energy into light. I heal my feminine energy aspects. I am strong and flexible and I harness my inner power. I cut cords and transform my purpose to serve me. I am eternally open and free. And so it is. Yes, and so it is, and so it will be. So thank you so much for hanging out with me here another week at Ho with our Herb of the Week, Black Cohosh. Yeah, she's intense, but I think that we're we're ready and she's suitable and um, we adore her and we love her so much. So thank you for hanging out with me. Uh, thank you to all the beautiful oracle cards coming in to talk about messages of darkness. I know it's not always fun, but you know... Um, I do. I really appreciate everyone who's journeying along here with me and doing our healing work because that's the best thing we can do for the collective. It's going to help our own personal lives, but it's just going to help increase the vibration of and the frequency of the whole collective in the world as we move from darkness into light. So anyways, on that note, um, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for hanging out with me in our beautiful herb of the week, Black Cohosh. And I'll see you back here tomorrow, hopefully a little bit earlier. It's 1212 <laughs> for um, Tarot Tuesday. Can't wait. Love you. Love you. You did good. It's hard to get suffocated by your own emotions, but honey, you did good. Woo! Thank you.